Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope you guys are having an amazing, whimsical Wednesday. It's been a good day. I woke up today with a headache. But you know, the funny thing is, everyone I've talked to today woke up with a headache. And I went to my chiropractor. Check this out, Mimi. <laughs> I went to my chiropractor, and um, he said that he thought it had something to do with the 5G that's been turned on, which is really creepy, really interesting. Anyway, today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about knowing when to push and knowing when to relax. The other day, I um, had gone out for a little bit, and our one of our coaches was with a couple of teen boys. And when I came back, um, you know, everything was everything was fine. It was settled, it was calmed down. But um, she had talked about there being a little situation where they were throwing balls in the house, and she had asked them to stop, and they wouldn't stop. And finally, she just stopped asking them. And so, and then I, when I got there, they weren't throwing any balls, so I don't know what was going on. And, you know, it, it, it reminded me, I, I told her, I said, first of all, when you don't know what else to do, it's best to do nothing. It was best to, if they're not listening to you, if, if as long as there's no imminent risk, it's best to just relax and just you know move away and settle into the situation especially when you may not have full relationship like the full relationship like you want to have and then I said number two if you want to move forward into the dynamic and this is important it's understanding when to push versus when to relax if you want to move forward into the dynamic look for the one who you have the strongest relationship with and go to that child, make eye contact, and just say, hey, I need you to stop. See, a lot of times we make requests to kids when they're in the middle of doing whatever it is they're doing. And, and you don't realize that in that moment, their brains are escalated, right? If they're having fun, and I'm not talking about some big ass, it's the same with a big outburst. You know, I think too oftentimes we limit ourselves to want to think about children when they're in the midst of an outburst, but when children are having fun and they're excited, their amygdala is hijacked. It just, the level of stress just hasn't tipped the brainstem point. But just in the moment to moment, peer physiology is the equivalent to stress physiology, which means when they're having a good time, when they're playing, hey there, Hillary, and he hello, Jenny, when they're playing, they, they are literally, their thinking is, is confused and distorted and their short-term memory suppressed. So when you ask a child to stop, oftentimes, just like with a two-year-old, they don't stop. They just keep going. But if you want to push the envelope a little bit, and you have to do it mindfully, you go to the one you have the closer relationship with. Make eye contact and just lower your voice a little bit and say, hey, I should stop. If you have relationship nine times nine times out of ten, the child's going to stop at that point. Now, you may back away at that point. See, a lot of times we make requests of children and then we stay there and we feel threatened when they don't comply. 
when oftentimes the best thing to do is just to move away. See, again, you got to know when to relax and you got to know when to push. But when you push, I want you to push from a place of consciousness. I want you to push from a place of mindfulness. One of my coaches today was, was playing um, Nerf darts with the kids. And I was outside um, with another one of my kids. We're looking through some stuff. And uh, I heard him say, stop. They, well, number one, they were playing Nerf darts in the house, which on my watch, I don't permit. But it was on his watch, so I just let them do what they were doing. And it was pretty cool that he was playing Nerf darts with them anyway, because I don't play Nerf darts. So, you know, you, you have that balance. They want to play Nerf darts. When he's not there, they play him outside. They want to play Nerf darts when he's on and I'm not there. Whatever. He's, he's the adult in charge. He's the regulatory figure. But I heard one of them, you know, do the little bang, you know, and it shot him. He said, hey, stop. Don't. Don't do that or something like that. And he said it like three times and the child and I don't even know which one it was because there was two of them and they all three had guns the child continued to fire the nerf darts at him so I walked in and I said he said stop if he says stop you are to stop we do not continue doing things when people say no we stop and then, of course, both of them froze, put their hands down. See, there's a difference in the dynamic. What allows him to say stop and they don't do it versus I walk in and I say stop and they do do it. Not only, not only, it may have been both of them shooting them with the Nerf guns. I'm not sure. But they both stopped. The power is in, number one, the relationship, and number two, the security and the certainty that comes along with setting a definite limit. When I set a limit, I set a freaking limit. It's not one that's going to be wavered on. It's not one we're not playing anymore. A limit has been set, and I expect the limit to be abided by. If the limit can't be abided by, then we're going to work from that. We're going to work from that standpoint. So let's say they kept shooting, kept shooting the guns, and I would have just walked over and I would have pushed one gun down. And then I would have walked over and pushed another gun down. And let's say they kept shooting the, the, the Nerf guns. See, at this point, there's no yelling. At this point, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to wait. They're going to get done firing all the Nerf darts. And then once they're all out, I'm going to say, look, he asked you to stop. I asked you to stop. You couldn't stop. That tells me playing Nerf guns is just too stressful. And I did say he asked you to stop and you didn't stop. So that tells me that playing Nerf guns in the house, I was very emphatic about that, probably isn't the best place for you guys to be playing Nerf guns. Right? But I didn't. I didn't kick them out. I just left it where it was. But I would say if, you know, if they hadn't complied, I would have said it's too stressful to play Nerf guns. We're not going to play Nerf guns for a while. Or if we do play Nerf guns, we're only going to play Nerf guns when I'm around. Or we're going to limit we're going to limit Nerf guns to 20 minutes because it's my responsibility and it's ultimately his responsibility to keep you guys feeling safe and regulated and ultimately in control of yourselves. If you're not able to do that, then we're not going to be able to do it. See, there's a difference in knowing when to relax versus when to push, and I think a lot of times parents get confused on how to do this. Megan says, happens all the time with my boys. They always listen to the oldest brother. 
I'm not sure exactly what you mean what you mean about that, Megan, but I understand they do listen to their older brother. There's something in that dynamic where they have some level of security in his expression and what he has to say. Hey, I didn't tell you guys I have someone in the studio audience today. Hello, buddy. Looky there. And I mean he is he is tuning in and I it's so hard when I, it's so hard. Let me see, let me turn it real quick. So Sam, he is like so tuned in. He's listening to Big Papa preach about love and fear to the universe out here by the ocean. How amazing is that? Thank you so much for joining me today. Very appreciative for you to be here. And I hope you'll see me tomorrow. Well, if I'm if I'm here in this area, come join me. If I'm not, I'll, I'll catch you another time. I appreciate your support though, brother. So Preach love. Go spread a message of love. Jonathan Siegel, whatever that story is. So there you have it. You got to know when to push. You got to know when to relax. If you don't, you get a little disconnected. Bengus says, I respond quicker to him than me. I probably come with too much stress energy. Yes, good, good point, Megan. The stress energy is the anxiety. So if I'm if, if I'm getting shot by darts and my anxiety is increasing, I'm actually increasing the stress dynamic i'm not containing the energy i'm actually adding to the feedback loop if i'm adding to the feedback loop heck half the time your kids could think you're just playing i mean that like your stop is like oh 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 stop 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 and they think you're just playing unless your stop is turn make eye contact look forcefully but not loud or screaming stop big difference it doesn't have to create any more anxiety. It doesn't have to create shame. It doesn't have to create embarrassment. It just has to create a very firm limit. But you got to know when to relax and you got to know when to push. It makes all of the difference. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Let me just show you a little bit of this beautiful God created, you know, universe here in Crescent City. It's just amazing. Remember in any given situation, you always have two choices. You can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. And I'm telling you, in those moments, your amygdala is just waiting. It is waiting to be hijacked. And it is waiting to tap in to your brainstem where all of that old material is at. And it is waiting to completely change the lens that you see through. It's like a lizard. Your lizard lens come come shift on because your lizard brain is activated and when your lizard brain is activated your lizard lens turn on and everything looks scary everything looks like you have to be in survival so you always have that choice you can continue to react from that same old blueprint of stress fear and overwhelm or you can stop you can slow down take three to ten deep breaths and choose love and i hope you will choose love and thank you so much for tuning in to big papa in the daily dose i hope this stuff is useful to you guys i hope it's useful for you god bless you i love you guys we'll see you tomorrow